You're listening to the Yeshiva of Newark at IDT podcast. I'm your host and curator, Rabbi Aprom Kipolevich, and I hope you enjoy this episode. Of what you do when Purim is chal on an Arab Shabbat. So if you look in Tafresh Tzadihe, which uh, in almost the end of Shulchan Aruch you can see here the Ramah says the following. Kishachal Purim biyom shishi yasu asuda b'shacharit mishum kvod Shabbat. And he brings this from the Minhagim, from the German Minhagim, that it should be done in the morning. One of the great German postkin, the true Masadeshan, says, you know what, you can do that every year early. Now, even though the Minhag was not to have the Suda in the morning, the Bautru Masadeshan says, you know what, you can have an early Purim Suda every year. It doesn't have to be in the afternoon. However, the Minag Yisrael is not that way. And if you look in the Ramah, he writes, V'noagim la'aso suda purim la'achar mincha. The Minag in Klag Yisrael was to make the suda after mincha. O mispalu mincha t'chila ba'od ha'yom gadol. V'rov ha'suda t'srichil yos bayo. So on a normal year, you, you, even though you're having the suda after mincha, Mincha should be earlier, so rova the Suda can be while it's still day before the sun goes down. And look what the Ramah wrote almost 500 years ago. The You see what the Ramah wrote? We, st- we still haven't changed. The, even in the Ramah's time, people would basically have their Sudas Purim late in the afternoon. And even though they would wash and have the beginning of their meal, most of the meal would happen what we, on what we would call Shushan Purim. So the Ramah says, oh, look, I don't, I'm not a cap. It should definitely usually be done in the earlier part of the afternoon. On, on a Friday Purim, you should definitely do the Suda in the morning because of COVID Shabbos. That's what the Ramah writes. Okay. Now, The Mishnah Bura says the Ramah means before Chatzot. Maybe not the morning, but before Chatzot. Now, the Yad Ephraim, uh, Rabbi Ephraim Zalman Margolis, uh, quotes the Maril, who's before the Ramah, and says, look, obviously it's sometimes hard to get the meal and everything together. You are worried about Shabbat, so it should be before Shah Asirit. So let's say this year, that would be, I think Chatzos is about 12 or something like that, or a little bit after 12. So it would be like 12.50. Uh, then it would be like uh, 1.40. So to do it before 2.30, that would be, that you could also bid That would be the second level. Now the bid level is, even if by 2.30 you haven't started, you can still have your Sudas Purim, even though it's already 2.30, 3 o'clock in the afternoon. But, Yochal Rak Ma'at Lechem. If you start your meal, 
in, before Chatzot or before 2.30, then we don't tell you don't have so much bread. But if you're already starting your meal at 3 o'clock, then yes, have your Sudas Purim, but the amount, you should have a small amount of bread. You can have the meat, you can have the soup, you can have other madanim, we do. We don't want you so full that your Sudat Shabbat is not with the Avon. So that is one Eitzah. And that Eitzah is given, as we saw, by the Yad Ephraim. And by, you can see here in the footnote, and that is um, uh, brought down here uh, by other Achronim as well. Now, let's say you realize you're not going to have time. So, Im Yirtzah. Instead of trying to have a quick meal um, and not eat, or like in the morning, or having it and don't eat bread, what you can do is, is daven mincha early on Erev Shabbat, wash, have your sudas mincha, and after plaga mincha, what you do is stop the meal and makabu Shabbos early. <clears throat> Stop eating. Don't bench. Makabu Shabbos early. Bring a new type of Shabbos tablecloth to show that this is a Shabbos meal. And do what? And make Kiddush. Now, you don't have to make Baripriyagafen in that Kiddush. Because you've already you've already made a Baripriyagafen as part of your meal. This is called Poros Mapu Makadish. We're going to be having it in about a week in Nadafyomi. We get into Arve Psalchim. Those of you who've learned Arve Psalchim will remember. So this is actual practical halacha that could happen on a Purim afternoon like this year. And um the um Rav, Rav Gelis writes that that was the Minag in Eretz Yisrael, which was a Minag Yafa Vinoim. And that was the minag that they had in Yerushalayim on a Purim like this year. They would daven mincha, and they would combine the Purim suda and the Friday night suda. Doing research, they discovered the Meiri writing in Provence says, and he wrote this in the in the 14th century, af anu 700 years ago, af anu vavoseinu noagin bepurim shachaber shabbat that they would start the meal in the late afternoon and then they would stop before Shkia or so, or right after Shkia, and then they would be Pyrus Mapa. So, you see that there was such a minag, and it doesn't seem like a halacha, it's that wrong. Now, what are you going to do about davening B'tzibor? What are you going to be able to daven Mar of B'tzibor? I would say yes. If you stop like he says, your Makabu Shabbos early, then you could still make Marev. So if there would be an early minion for Mincha, you could daven Mincha, go home, have the Purim Suda, stop before um, the, uh, stop before um, uh, it gets total night, or stop right after, right after Shkia. A couple of minutes, actually you should probably stop a couple minutes before Shkia. And then put the tablecloth on, make Kiddush, and then eat a little bit. How much are you supposed to eat? 
That's a Shabbos meal. So what's the minimum Shabbos meal? A kezayis of pas. You don't have to make hamotzi because you're still in the middle of the first meal. The same way you don't make bar priyagefen on the Kiddush. Now, let's say you find out that you, you enjoy the challah that you have and you eat the kezayis of pas and it's already after tzais and you can still catch a late chasidish minion for mariv. So what should you do? Because remember, you started early enough that you don't have to stop your meal to daven mariv because there is a minion coming up. So when you bench, you're going to say Ritzay in Birchat HaMazot because you ate a Shabbos meal. And what about the Alanisim? What about the Alanisim? So here there's two possibilities in the Alanisim. On one hand, you've eaten and it's already Shabbat and you're going to say Ritzay for Shabbat, but it was a Purim Suda that you started in the late afternoon. So some posts can say, you can't say the Alanisim in the in Nodelacha, in, 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 in because then it's a contradiction. If it's Ritzay, how could you be saying Alanisim, right? But Yeshomrim, some say that you can say Ritzay and Alanisim, even though it's already night. You still have a right to say Alanisim because you started early. Where does that come from? It actually comes from the Me'iri that we mentioned. Why? Because even though we are only having Purim on the 14th, there was a miracle of Purim that's in the Megillah on the 15th that the Bnei Shushan and Bnei Yerushalayim have. So, therefore, since you started on the 14th and you finished on the 15th, so you have the right to say Alanisim even though it's Shabbat already, and you can say Alanisim and Ritzay, and it's not considered a contradiction because, in a way, you are celebrating Purim. A regular on a regular year, you couldn't do that though. On a regular year, um, you couldn't say, "Oh, it's I, I ate on Shushan Purim, so I'm going to say Alanisim already." That's what happens a lot. Again, when people start late and their meal extends into the evening, they can still say Alanisim because it goes after the beginning of the meal. So they are able to uh, to say Alanisim. However, in this case, where um, in this case where you are um, having a Shabbos meal and you're saying Ritzay, so there the eight is to say Alanisim and Harachaman. In other words, you say Harachaman or Yasmanisim, and then you say Alanisim. It's not considered like a Hosofa in the Brocha. Okay, so that is the halachos of what should be done on uh, in terms of eating your Purim Suda this year. I mentioned that we were going to do this, uh, which is talk about the Sudas Purim in general, not just the Sudas Purim of Shabbos. But what about this halacha that everybody um, finds disturbing? Amarava, Machayev Inish, Lipsume Bipuria, Adelayoda, Ben Oracham, Lubarach Mordechai. Okay. What does Absume mean? Lipsume. Rashi's girs is with an aleph, la'av sume, lihishtakir biyayin. 
there's actually many Rishonim who have the same girsa of Le'absume, and they say it means to make other people drunk. In other words, Le'absume means to cause there to be like a drunken tableau in front of you, but you're enjoying it not being drunk. So I'm not sure exactly. It doesn't really help so much. Somebody's got to get drunk. But anyway, Amarava, Sudas Purim Sha'achla Balai, Yatsadei Chayvasai, my time, you may mishtev a simchaksiv, which would again be another argument about starting your Purim Suda. <laughs> Even if you want to say, like the Meiri, that in some ways we're connected to Shushan Purim, but the Sudas Purim needs to be in the daytime. You may mishtev. Um, anyway, and as you know, we can see that um, Rav Ashi, Aviyosiv Kamei, the Ameimar. Rav Ashi was sitting in front of Ameimar. No govle osur It was getting already night. It was getting darker. And nobody is in the base medrash. Ravashi is the god of Ador. He's the head of, he's the man who finished Shas, the man who created Shas in a way. Amar way. So Ravashi said, or Ravkada said to Ravashi, my time lost Rabbanan. How come there's no people in Yeshiva now? He says, Then they're sitting there having their Suda. Amar way, Vlavi Epshul Michle Biurta. Maybe they should have had their sudas purim the night before. Don't you know you have to have the suda during the day? This is you look at this Gemara and you know a little bit about who's who. Look how late this is. This was when the shas was finishing already, and there's still it wasn't so clear that the purim suda needed to be done during the daytime. Because or else, what is what was Rav Kana or Ravashi, whoever it was that was that was that was complaining, that they they seemed to think that for Rabbanon at least you could be yotze your Purim Suda during the night and spend the day in the base medrash like normal. Chiddush, really. I mean, to us, like does anybody ever think? But you see, people actually thought that way. The Mordechai writes, as we saw before that you don't need two meals on Purim Day. One Suda is enough. Now, the Shulchan Aruch quotes the Allah of Rava, Chaya Vinish with the Shir, Ad Yoda, Mordechai, which sounds like it's quite a level of being drunk. Ad Yoda, Right? Now, that is what it says in Shulchan Aruch. Now, if you look in the if you look in the Mishnah Brura on the words Adalo Yada, let's take a look. I'm Bainor Haman. Shizema Poorishona, Shinito Nakoma Rabbi Mimenu, Vao Tova Yaseramizeg Duas Mordakai, Shabirko Akarish Barko Shaola Malarosh. So basically, you don't know the difference between the two positive things. In other words, the normal pshat is you think Haman is Mordechai and Mordechai is Haman, and you're ready to curse Mordechai, right? between You don't know about praising Mordechai and cursing Haman. You're ready to praise Haman and curse Mordechai. That's how drunk you are. 
So the Chofetz Chaim does not want to learn that's the pshat. Of course you're not so drunk. You're not so drunk that you don't know who the hero of Purim is, that you somehow think Haman is the best, most important thing, and Mordechai is terrible. Such a person, of course you should never get so drunk. So what does it mean, Bein Orach Haman L'Borach Mordechai? It means that there's two things that happened. The first thing that happened was that Haman was cursed, meaning Haman got his. He got killed and his influence completely diminished. And then there was Mordechai's bracha that he got Haman's house and he became even greater than he was before and he became very powerful. So before you get a little bit drinking in your system, so you know what to do. God, you did such great things. First of all, you made sure our enemy really got it and what he deserved. And the great Saudi got what he deserved and went even greater. And in your mind, you can think about that as two different levels. So Chazal is saying, to the point that you they fuse together. It's almost like Adela Yoda. In other words, normally you say, I've got two great things to praise God for. Number one is this, and number two is that. But when you start drinking it up, your brain gets frazzled just enough that both of those two things fuse together and you don't know how to articulate how they are two different levels. Not exactly a person who's stoned in the corner and doesn't know what's going on. That's the, that is the Hezber the Mishnah Vura brings so it should fit in the words. Adelo Yoda. Okay. Now, he quotes now the Orzarua that you should be careful, obviously, to wash and to bench. And it should be a simcha shal mitzvah. So, clearly, when you're drunk, you're not always benching properly. I know many times when I felt that I was drunk, I asked someone to bench for me. And I would try to listen. And I think that's another good etza to do. But obviously, it's better if you're, if you're able to bench and really have kavana. Excuse me, which is hard to do if you have, if you are inebriated. The Ramah writes here famously, the Ein Sarach Lishtaker Kolkach, not like the Machaber, because the Machaber says Adelo Yoda. The Ramah says, no, you don't have to get as drunk as the Beit Yosef says. Yoter Milimudo, you drink more than you're used to. I heard from a Talmud Chochem earlier this week, maybe what this means is you have to be someone who learns. Right? In other words, you have to be someone milimudo. doesn't mean what you're used to. It means you're at least a person that knows what learning is. If you know what learning is, you drink a little bit more than the amount of Torah that you learn. Anyway, that's obviously not what it means. Then what you do, then you go to sleep. Now he quotes here the Maril. Now, Ratzi Pesach Frank says that this Maril that's quoted by the Ramah is built on the Rambam. And the Rambam does not say it this way. The Rambam does not say that drink a little bit and then go to sleep. 
if you read the Ramah, that's what it sounds like. I drank, then I'm going to sleep. And when I'm going to sleep, I don't know anything that's going on. I'm in dreamland. As I said, the Mario gives you the impression that you just drink a little, then go to sleep. If you look at the Rambam inside, so the Rambam doesn't even mention bread. He just mentions meat. As much as, as positive as you can. You drink until you feel drunk. That's the Rambam. So, and then you fall asleep. So you fall asleep. So this Eitzah that the Ramah is quoting from the Maril doesn't seem to have a strong basis, Ratzvi Pesach says. Because you need, it has to be that the reason you are sleepy is not because you're enjoying your nap. It's that the drunkenness causes you to sleep. Where did the Rambam get that? That's Adiloyoda. That's the way the Rambam learns Adiloyoda. But it has to be the drink was part of it. You can't just take a little, they say the altar from Slabotka in the yeshiva would give everyone in the yeshiva a, a, a spoonful of, 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 of wine or, or liquor. So every bocher we get a little spoon and then he would send them to sleep. But again, based on this, it has to at least be the reason why you're sleeping. You don't have to be like Lot, but clearly drink needs to be a part of this uh, of this situation. Chochmavadi writes in a very important tshuva, quoting again the Me'iri, who we spoke about earlier in terms of how you should have your meal on uh, Erev Shabbos. If by drinking, what happens is, is that you become so silly and ugly and crazy, that's not the simcha. It has to be simcha v'taynug shemagiyah megem la'avat Hashem. The Mishnah Bura, Chochem Avadiyah mentions, quotes the Chayodam. That if a person knows that by drinking wine and getting drunk, he knows himself, he knows that there's a certain mitzvah, whatever it is, that he is going to be weakened, or he will not be able to daven properly, Oh, look at this. Or that he's going to become so silly that he's going to start making fun of people, insulting people, hurting their feelings, or just in general, being like a, a comedian in a way that doesn't give respect to him as a person. The Chayodam already wrote that you don't have to be makayim this mitzvah and you shouldn't drink because clearly what's going to happen by drinking is much worse. Now, what about the fact that it's 
hits in the Chazal, and the Minig is to do it. Here, Chacham Avadya says that um, clearly this is something that you can interpret more than one way, especially there are postcards that say that you're not supposed to get drunk and that the Pesach is not like Rava. So clearly if you are uh, afraid that this is where you're going to get to, um, then you probably shouldn't partake at all. Maybe a little bit if you want to be Makayim like the Ramah, or maybe just not do it at all. We're not even talking about people who have medical reasons not to drink. That's obviously uh, in the Rabbon in which this is not, uh, this does not uh, push away. Uh, to be in, in, in proper health is obviously very important. Or if you're taking certain medications and drinking uh, will cause you to interfere with those medications, then you don't, you should obviously be very careful as far as that goes and don't drink because of the medications. And I would say again, you know, you can be Makayim Le'absume. Other people, you can give people to drink and enjoy it, but you yourself shouldn't really be doing it at all. Thanks for joining us for another episode from the Yeshiva of Newark at IDT Podcast. Be sure to subscribe on your favorite podcast app so you don't miss a single episode.